Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Sports Ed proudly brings to you its podcast, Champions of the World. The badass Daniel Johnson, the smartass Drew Pateau, the wrestling id outlaw. Hello and welcome to the wrestling id. I am Drew and I am joined as always by, uh, what do you want to be called this week, Daniel? The show off. The show off. Daniel Johnson. Thank you. Well, so, properly introduced. <laughs> so some things have happened, I guess, in in the world of WWE wrestling. Wrestling. I I don't know how many of them we actually care about. What do you mean? There's so much going on here. The uh, biggest the biggest fight of the summer, and I think we should lead off with that. Stephanie McMahon versus Brie Bella. <laughs> You laugh, but I'm so uh, serious. I don't think I've been more excited for a women's match since Lita Tristratus. I just... Have you seen Stephanie lately? I have. She, she is deliciously evil, okay? She's been dropping inside references. She dropped the... Uh, she referenced Val Venus not too long ago with a hello, ladies. The little Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, I'm scared, wiggle fingers. She's killer on the mic. She's the best thing in WWE right now. I mean... Who's better? Who's better? She's certainly getting more push right now than a lot of guys. Which is... Well, she knows, she knows how to get heat. No one else can get heat. She is more over than the current Intercontinental Champion. The Miz. No one cares about The Miz. We're just... Forced to watch the Miz. That's, that's why. I I I like the Miz. Yeah, but you like John Cena too. So. No, no, I don't. <laughs> you take that back. I mean, Brie Bella's terrible on the mic, and I will never take that back. Um, Brie Bella's terrible. I mean, I don't know who's coaching her backstage and how to like, act, but yeah, it's. <laughs> 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 don't take shots at Daniel Bryan. Okay? <laughs> He's not the best on the mic, this we know, but. Oh, Still, I know. I know. She's horrible, Brie. But uh, luckily, Stephanie's so great, she can carry her by herself. I, I mean, I don't know. I still don't care about this. Still seems kind of filler-esque. Filler? It, it's it's going to be the main event. It's filler. Come on. And I'm saying this that feels like filler, and it's not going to be the main event. Yeah, Cena is gonna Cena um Brock's gonna be the curtain jerker. And then uh <laughs> we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a show the send off on the show. It's gonna be Stephanie McMahon standing over Brie at the pedigree. I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it. Come on, she hasn't been in the ring in ten years. I mean, I don't know why that's supposed to make me want to see her wrestle more, but You don't think it's like a really well written, well thought out storyline? Nope. I really don't. Drew, what, Drew, what are your complaints with the storyline? Because you're just saying no and this, no. Okay, okay. So my complaint is that this is happening, and this has gotten more TV time 
than Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. I, I can understand that, but that doesn't take away how great this storyline has been. They jacked up the Seth Rollins Ambrose storyline by sh- by shooting their wide too early and building it up for Battleground, and then pulling the bait and switch. And since Battleground has been doing the same thing, they kind of did before Battleground. So I mean, that is that's the that's the issue with the Ambrose Rollins thing. But I don't see how that takes away from Steph and Brie. I, I don't. I don't know. I just, I just, I, I have no excitement for it. Why do you hate everything? I don't. I, I love lots of things. Hard to hate everything. I love lots of things. So what are you excited about? What, are, what are you excited about for <laughs> SummerSlam? All right. So for SummerSlam, I'm excited for uh, the Wyatt Jericho match. Um, oh God, no! Stop. Hope. You know, here's the good thing. It can't be worse than the Battleground match they had. Let's just say that. So, go ahead. Yeah. I'm also excited for the uh, Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz Ziggler match. Um, I, I know who's in it. Just... Okay. Um, I'm far more excited for the AJ Page match than for the Stephanie Bree match. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be great. Page is doing... We I think we talked about not too long about her turning heel... Mm-hmm. And letting her just like yell and be who she was in NXT, and it's really working well. So. It is, yeah. Uh, I am even somewhat looking forward to the Rusev Swagger match just because I have no idea what the fuck a flag match is. There are the five people who listen to this are five hardcore fans, and they all just stop listening because <laughs> you have no <laughs> what the idea fuck is a flag match? I'm not going to tell you. Just you have we have the network that we share, and. uh Actually, you can pay for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I leech. Uh, just, 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 just do some research. All right, do some research. All right, I'm going to watch flag matches all night. Get caught up on this. I will be the person in the world most excited for that Rusev Swagger flag match. Um, Where is This is in the Staples Center, right? That's yeah. Okay. I was wondering, because I was wondering if like, it was like somewhere in like the like in Kentucky, where the USA chance will be deafening. Yeah. <laughs> um, the match I'm most excited for is the Ambrose-Rollins match. If we get it. Well, I mean, I I don't see why we wouldn't. It's SummerSlam. It's not, you know, Battleground. I don't know. It's going to be a Lumberjack match? I don't know. Uh, yeah. A little old school, taking us back. I mean, to me, I don't, like, it's not like Dean Ambrose during, okay, so I guess last week he got attacked by Orton, and the week before that he got attacked by Kane or something. I've run out, I've forgotten. Yeah, but to me the point of a lumberjack match is for, like, when there's a big stable versus, like, a small stable or a single guy to even out the numbers, but that's not really a problem for the whole Ambrose Rollins thing, so I don't understand why it's a lumberjack match. Well, it kind of is, because Ambrose has the authority, which theoretically would be Kane, Triple H. I got, well, I don't know if Kane took his mask off on Raw, but yeah. Kane, Randy Orton, Triple H, Cesaro, maybe he sort of aligned himself with the uh, authority lately. Yeah, I like how he just kind of put himself into it. Well, that's because they jacked them up with Paul Heyman, tried to make him a hill, and then like didn't realize that people are still going to love Heyman, still going to love him. 
whatever. I'm not getting into that. We don't have time this week. But uh, I, I can understand the logic of the ladder, uh, the lumberjack match. Ambrose making sure there's no run-ins, no funky stuff. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't think Dean Ambrose, from his time as the Shield, has a lot of friends left in the WWE either. But there I go introducing logic to wrestling, and I should be. Yeah, you're always yelling at me for that. I know. I, I, she, you know. I don't know. I'm I'm quite excited for that match, and uh, I really liked uh, the beat the clock challenge on Raw, uh, where Ambrose struggled for 15 minutes, and then during Rollins's match against Heath Slater, uh, proceeded to basically fuck up the briefcase, which I thought was like completely unnecessary but entertaining. Yeah, you know, it was. I guess if you got Heath Slater versus Seth Rollins in a match, I mean, you got something to keep me watching. Because I, mean, I think we all thought it was going to be a squash match, but uh, which are totally, I can't stand squash matches. But I guess that help us stay tuned in and not turn to Nitro. Oh wait, we can't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if they ever put fucking Nitro episodes on the network, we could, but. Oh, don't worry. I can help you. Want to know how Nitro was? Yeah. <clears throat> NWO comes out, beats everybody up. <laughs> no, I, I shouldn't say that. Jericho, Juventud, Ray, and Eddie Guerrero, Demonico, Benoit, Perry Satin. Those guys killed the undercards time after time. But a lot of the time, that was just the NWO. It was just like Hogan come out, Scott Hall, is talk trash, beat somebody up. Someone joined the NWO. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool for a month. After that, I was back on Nero Raw. Mm. Austin. Austin and such. But No. Interesting. Uh, Bo, Bo Dallas this week. It's a little, uh, little meaner hill. A little more, little more NXT-ish than he normally has been, would you say? Uh, I didn't get to see that match. They cut it out of uh, Hulu. Like, they cut out everything, apparently. I told you, stop watching Hulu. It's well, re- I work Mondays, so... And that's the only day you can ever watch Monday Night Raw. Yes. It's this thing called the internet, and you can watch Raw on Tuesday. You it's can watch Raw it's on the only way I can watch Raw legally. I'm glad to see you, you turned your leaf over to be a law-abiding citizen. Oh, of course. I've always, yeah. <laughs> totally. Would you like to say your IP address on the air? Just, uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, not like they couldn't find it if they really wanted to. but. Wow, look at you. Let's talk about Keith Slater. Uh, what about him? I don't know. What are you doing with this guy? Uh, they're nothing. They just, I mean, they were like, hey, I guess we got this guy. Like, okay, to me it played off as we have this idea that Rollins will lose to a jobber because of Ambrose. And then they just looked at the jobbers and went, well, Heath Slater's a guy we thought we should have pushed a while ago. Let's just do him. But we're not but actually going to push him afterwards. We'll just. Well, my question is, do we need jobbers anymore? Like, I think that's... Like I, when you look at when that when the jobber's in a match with someone, it's just you know you know what's going to happen. You know either it's going to be a crazy upset or it's just going to destroy him. Yeah. You know, and, and doesn't do anything for Heath Slater later on, just in case you know you might want to push this guy. I think one of the issues with Raw sometimes is they don't have matches where you believe that the other guy can win. And if you listen to Jim Ross, he'll tell you, oh, you got to have a guy that people think can win. You know, yeah. you got to have you, you know. And if you're going to have a jobber. He needs to be like a Spike Dudley, someone that's like, all right, well, it's Spike Dudley. He's definitely going to lose. And, when he de- <laughs> and you kind of hope he wins. And when he does win, you're like, oh, Spike Dudley just beat the big show. You know? 
So I, I, I think they need to kind of move away from jobbers and give every wrestler credibility, you know, because it hurts. It hurts the big matches like Money in the Bank when Kofi Kingston went up. I know we all thought for a splittest of seconds he might have won, but, I mean, we all knew Kofi Kingston was winning that match. I mean, because I personally am a big Kofi fan, and so is my wife, I I was so excited for that splittest of seconds, then I thought there's no way this is going to happen, and then of course it didn't, but I got super excited. But if that were any other jobber, or anybody else on the same level as Kofi, I would have... No, Kofi, Kofi's a jobber, bro. Don't, don't try to... <laughs> it's because you're a fan. Don't try to he is a, he is a former mid-card champion. Thank you very much. Who's now a jobber. Yeah, well. What's up with the Xavier Woods and Big E, like this Black Power thing? I'm no idea. I, watch, I, I even watched Main Event to try to have the storyline furthered, and it didn't really. It didn't <laughs> and then I watched NXT, and then, you know, Xavier Woods is almost a totally different kind of guy on that show. It's like continuity, people, continuity. God forbid, you know, you have someone who watches all your shows. I'm so, so confused. It's like, most people don't have time to watch every WWE show, Daniel. No, people have time. They just choose to watch other things. I choose not to watch Breaking Bad. I'd rather watch it next week. I set up a crappy movie. I watch Superstars. So instead of a crappy movie, I watch a crappy wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yep, I was getting there. All right. Um, we need to talk about Roman Reigns, by the way, as well. Okay. What about him? There you go. That's good radio. What about him? Well, I mean, you you have something to say about him, apparently, since you want to bring him up. I I mean, I have something to say about him, but I want to hear what you got first. I think I was really excited for him at first, but as the weeks have gone along, he's, his character hasn't developed. Yeah. And he his matches are terrible. Yep. And yep. it's like, oof. It's like... You know, the, now the hype is worn down and guys start delivering. You know, you're seeing a lot of holes in Roman Reigns' game. And I wonder if they made a mistake by putting him as a central figure in the storyline instead of Dean Ambrose. Uh, I would say yes. Uh, but that, I mean, that is, that's what I was going to say is that, you know, at first you were excited for Roman Reigns because you, you wanted to see what he had. You want to see what he got. And then after a couple weeks, you realized, Oh, we've already seen everything he has. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is Roman Reigns, and it's a little disappointing. Yeah, that last man standing match with Kane was just god awful. It was just yeah. so oh, and I'm getting and it's too much of it. It's too much of him, Randy Orton, and Kane trifecta every week. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not just with uh, Reigns either, because you know Ambrose had a run in with Orton, and you know they're. They're trying to. I feel like they're trying to half and half it right now. Keep their established guys out there, but try and push some new guys. You know, the the former Shield members. But I, I don't want that. I don't want to keep seeing Kane having the same four matches against the same three guys. I don't want to see Randy Orton. Like I don't want to see the same villains all the time. Randy Orton and Kane have been heels forever, and I am. I used to be, I used to like Kane, and I am just, I'm just fucking sick of that shit. You used to like Kane. Yeah. I, well, we talked about this before. The, the 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 authority needs to, you know, expand its stable. There's no reason for it only to be 
five guys. That, you know, get yeah. some other people they've, in there. Get they've some got Ryback. Jobber. They've got Curtis Axel. They've got they've got a ton of heels on the roster that are mid card or below, or that are like ready to you know take a step up. Maybe not into the main event, but out of the mid card and you know take that halfway step. And it's still just Orton and Kane because they're probably getting paid the most. So fuck it, put them on TV. Well, they should switch. I think. You know, looking back at it, they should have switched Ambrose to Reigns' spot and have Reigns versus uh, Seth Rollins. I think that would have been a lot. I think that would have been better for both parties. I think Ambrose was good enough to deliver week in and week out good matches on TV. And it would be believable and, for his character, yeah. his his crazy character, to yeah. hate the authority and want to tear it down. And and Reign, and Seth Rollins is good enough where he can carry Reigns. You know, oh, you, yeah. can do, you can do things where... You know, Reigns is getting over, just beating the crap out of Rollins, and Rollins doing heel stuff, you know, and getting over, you know, cheating, and lying, and stealing, you know, but... And you know what else that does? That saves the Ambrose-Rollins, the inevitable meetup that we're, we would all be waiting so just raptly for. It would save that until they're both, like, officially established main eventers. It would make it that much bigger and better. Yeah, they. I mean, Seth Rollins is is a great wrestler. I love him, but he's not doing a good enough job getting people to hate him. I mean, that's just bottom line right now. People do not hate him enough. You know, Hill has to be dastardly and sneaky and conniving. You know, think Ric Flair '80s, you know, yeah. '70s. You got to be a cheater. And him versus Reigns would give him a lot more opportunities to cheat. I mean, I just. Because Reigns would be getting over on him, beating the crap out of him because he's Roman Reigns. And then, you know, guys could interfere in his matches and just, you know, just really have people hate Seth Rollins. But And it just helped Reigns out. It'd make him look good because, like I said, just looking at him like, I don't know, man. Like, is this guy going to headline WrestleMania 31? Like, which is the plan. Oh, uh, yeah, you know? I certainly hope not. He ain't ready. He's not ready now. And I tell you what, he keeps going down this path. It's, he's they they would. I hope they have a plan B because yeah, he's got six months to turn it around to do something to I don't know to impress you, us again. It just it's just crazy how like sometimes even the biggest wrestling fan gets caught up in the hype. You know, you just get caught up in the hype because when all three of those guys were together, it just worked perfectly. And he, I think uh, I can't remember whose podcast I was listening to. They're saying that you know, all Roman Reigns is a hot tag. He's his hot tag comes in and knocks a couple guys down, Superman punch, leg kick, and get a spear pin. Game over. You know, but you're gonna be the man. You got you got to do twenty the man. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> and bring back Flair. Reigns can no. beat Flair. There we don't go. bring don't bring back. <laughs> don't. It's getting uncomfortable. Yeah, you bring him back, he's just going to drunkenly make more racist comments or something. SummerSlam is uh, it, that's his, it's going to be a good gauge of how, how far he's come quickly. It's going to be interesting. So, Speaking of racism, Alberto Del Rio! Oh yeah, there's some, I guess we can call that news. Alberto Del Rio was released this week um, for slapping an employee, and he alleges it was because they made a racist comment. And that's about all I have for that. Because <laughs> I don't really care, uh, because I don't like Alberto Del Rio. 
What? I do not hate him in the way that you're supposed to hate a wrestler. You know, the way you're supposed to hate a heel. I hate him as a wrestler. <laughs> I just... I don't find him interesting enough to actively hate. Uh, he's just boring and... Yeah, I just don't like him. That whole character is just... Well, I think Del Rio's, you know... He's a good worker. He's trying to be you know, a Mexican JBL, and it's not working. He's a good worker. He's <laughs> always he's he's always wrestling, man. You know he's uh he's on everything. Like I said, I watch Superstar, the main event, and SmackDown. Raw, Del Rio's wrestling. Like he, he, that dude is always wrestling. I don't know if it's because the whole the whole Australian tour right now, but he's I, I like him. I don't think he's a great character, but. He's going to get a good match. He's going to be entertaining. So I think it's a big loss, especially in the mid-card range, because now who's going to be that? I guess maybe Cesaro steps up to that range. I don't know. But, yeah, I was going to say, weren't we just a couple of months ago talking about how logjam the mid-card is? And I feel like losing Alberto Del Rio does not create any sort of hole. It's fine. But who's the mid-card hill? That's good, though. I mean, Cesaro right now, they don't have room for him in the main event. He's not a hill, though. He can easily be a heel. He's not getting any heat. That's, all, that's, why, that's why I said Stephanie is great right now. The heels aren't getting any heat, and it's killing the mid-card baby faces. Like, the guy that's getting the most heat is the Miz, and it's barely any kind of heat. It's almost X-Pac heat. Nah, I don't know about that. Free X-Pac. Free my boy X-Pac. Is he, is he locked up somewhere? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Hulk Sky, where we go from here? Yeah. Is it time? Is time, it time? Time for the main event? Yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about <laughs> John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about John Cena sucks. <laughs> First before uh, we talk, before we get to uh that, I wanna say I saw the uh if anybody hasn't seen Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman D V D yet. You're playing yourself as a wrestling fan. It is amazing. Simply amazing. I was motivated. I was inspired. I feel like I'm talking like Paul Heyman right now. Like, the guy is just... It was just a great DVD. It's probably the best one I ever saw. Out of all... And usually, you know, the whole WWE DVD releases are like one big blowjob. But this was a... It's, this was this was really like guidance in depth. You saw Stephanie, you know, she's, you could see the hate she has for Paul Heyman. <laughs> it's evident. Uh, she gave a lot of backhanded compliments, a lot of begrudgingly uh, uh, praise. So I thought it was really really great. And just do yourself a favor and buy it or download it off the internet. Whatever you know. And Paul Heyman's been cut, Paul Heyman's been cutting killer promos. He has, yeah. Just, I mean, that one he cut on uh, Cena. Well, Cena was pretty good in his retaliation, Jack. You know, oh, but God, that <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about their promos in a minute. But I swear, every time he says Jack, I want to punch him in the mouth. At least he's not. At least he's not dropping his R's. You know what I mean? So. <sighs> All right. Are we Are we ready to talk about the main event then? 
you've you've hawked for the the WWE long enough? My client Brock Lesnar. Yes, we can talk about it. All right. Flame so is a god. Sorry, I now I'm done. <laughs> so let's let's start off with um the the build up to this match. The the promos this last this last week on Raw were uh Oh, they were something else. Um we had Brock Lesnar in a black room talking to a camera, which was weird. Uh and he said the word urine, which was also weird. Just hearing Brock Lesnar say the word urine was awkward for me. I don't know. Um, and Cena did his same bullshit, come get some bullshit. I can't even describe my it without heart. using the word bullshit. My twice. heart! My heart! <laughs> Fucking sounds like, like JR. It's like, calm down, Cena. Calm down. Take it down a level. Alright, we get it. Hustle loyalty respect. We got it, man. We got it. Yeah, he 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 said come get some a couple too many times. That kind of upset me. Um, so I, what did you think of the Brock Lesnar promo? I thought it was beyond excellent. I thought I was. I think that the lighting, the cutting, the how they let Brock be a little edgier, uh, just bleeping out his curse words. I thought it was. I was fired up, you know. I don't get. Last time I've been fired up for a Cena match was Money in the Bank against Punk, and uh, I think they did a really good job of letting those guys go. I mean, look, as wrestling fans, this is what it is. Daniel Bryan's hurt. This was going to be Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, but you know, <laughs> we gotta take what we got. I even I even thought Cena was pretty good, you know. I thought he was. You know, I, I, Cena can cut a promo. There's no doubt about that. He's corny, but on the mic, he's you know he's one of the best ever. Sadly, but see, I thought I thought this you know Cena was too much of a boy scout. It was too corny for me to really enjoy it at all. And the Lesnar thing was kind kind of similar. It was it was too corny. Like he was trying too hard to to be a badass. And I think Lesnar is best at being a badass the less he says. So putting him in a room with a camera and saying, talk until we have enough, you know, sound footage bites. of you. Yeah, enough enough sound, bites, enough sound bites to clip something together. It just, to me, works against that Brock Lesnar character they're trying to build. That that one in the one in 21. Uh, like, I, it just, I don't know. It was corny to begin with. It got worse when he talked about inflicting his pain upon somebody else. Because that just sounds like... He's some sort of I don't know. You didn't think that was a great promo? I didn't. He said, "I don't give a, I don't care about anybody." I was like, "Yeah." It's like See, I thought that, that part, encapsulated Brock. That, that part to me was corny, but okay. But then when he started getting to like, when he said, "I want to inflict my pain on somebody else," like that to me just like stunk of like emo Brock Lesnar. I hurt, so I want to hurt other people, and just. I don't, when he got to the leave him in a pile of his own blood, urine, and vomit or whatever, again, just seemed to me like a guy in a bar trying too hard to to sound threatening, to to be more threatening than he actually is. How does it feel to wake up every morning and hate everything? I mean, just, just tell me, how does that feel? I have no frame of reference because I've always been full of hate. 
<laughs> I mean, if that isn't like, what do you like about wrestling? If you did not like that, what do you like about wrestling? <laughs> uh, I mean, lately, not not really a ton. I I mean, you know, I watch it because I've watched it, and I watch it because I'm waiting for the good things, like the Shield splitting up. I liked that. Uh. Everything Dean Ambrose is doing, I like that. Most of what Rollins is doing, I like that. Like I, I watch these things, and when I see them do something right, I that's what makes me happy. And I'm sorry, but nothing about the Cena Lesnar match to me is right. I don't, I don't care. I would like Lesnar to win only because I want Cena to lose more. I don't. I don't understand. I, I mean, it's, it's it's hard for me to like get you to understand the point I'm making if you're just not into it. Because Heyman's delivering killer promos. There's real. There's the animosity can't be can has it couldn't be built better. There, it's come to a head. It's going to be a physical matchup. It's, it might be a little shooty. There might be some you know Cena got his lip busted and before by Brock. I can see that again. I mean, this is going to be a physical, shoot, Japanese wrestling type of fight. And I I think they're going to give a great match. I think it's going to be the best match on the show. I think the crowd's going to be into it. I just think, uh, I just think you're not giving it a, I think you're just being a hater, bro. I hate to, I hate to boil it down to that. But <laughs> I mean, I mean. Okay, I, I, I don't know. Like, if it makes you feel any better, I am... I cannot tell you why, I cannot quantify why, but I am excited for SummerSlam. I am excited every week that, oh man, I get a new episode of Raw to watch. Wait, wait, wait. You're not excited for SummerSlam, but excited for Raw? I just said I am excited for SummerSlam. I just cannot oh. quantify specifically what match it is. Like, I am, I I mean, I know I am pretty excited to see the Ambrose-Rollins match, but that's not the only reason I want to watch it, and I, I honestly can't tell you what it is that makes me, like, so excited for it. Because I, don't get me wrong, I am super excited for SummerSlam. Just I mean, when I look at the card, I can't point out the things that make me super excited for it. Besides Bray Wyatt and Jericho. Yeah, because Jericho always makes me excited. Baby! Don't, <laughs> don't, don't be still in my lines, all right? Don't be still in my lines that I steal from Jericho. <laughs> I mean, I, I think WWE has done a great job, you know, building this pay-per-view up, you know, without, the, without having the great CM Punk, the amazing Daniel Bryan, and a retread John Cena. Uh, I think they've done as, as well as you could possibly expect them to do. Um, I think the match from a card from top to bottom is stellar. Are the Usos on? Are the Usos on this card? I don't see them on the card. They might be. They've been a lot of the pre-shows lately. Cause I think when they decided to do the network, they just thought, okay, well we'll have a pre-show and a post-show. And then like once the network launched, they were like, oh shit, we actually need stuff for the pre-show. Uh, let's just move all the tag matches to the pre-show. And the blacks, the blacks in the tag show. We'll put those in the pre-show. <laughs> Jesus. I can say that. I'm half black. I mean, whatever, whatever makes you. Yeah. Am I lying? No. <laughs> no. Exactly. 
Naomi Cameron, Titus O'Neil, uh, Biggie Langston, and R Truth. I hope is Bo in the is Bo at SummerSlam. Um, I don't think so. What are they? What? He's their biggest star. What are they doing? Uh, really, Bo Dallas is their biggest star. Bo puts asses in the seat, bro. <sighs> um, it looks like the Usos <laughs> are defending the tag champion. The against Rybaxel. Uh yeah. Talk about not putting a story. Talk about lazy creative. Yep. Like, ah, no idea what's going on with those. <laughs> Bow in a match, Rybaxel. At least they could have gave a Stardust. Gold Dusty Rhodes. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be a fatal four-way match against three other quote-unquote high-level tag teams. Stardust, Gold Dust. It's going to be Ryvaxel, uh, the Wyatt family, and the Brotherhood. Is I guess is that? I mean, are they still calling them that? I don't know, but that's going to, that's that could be an excellent match, except for the Ryvaxel part. Yeah. That's that could be a really good match. The worst match on this card will either be Miz versus Dolph or hey, hey. or Bryant versus Jericho. Bryant? What did I say? You said Bryant. It was the portmanteau of Bray and Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so terrible. Ugh. No, I think I think the worst match on this would probably be, in my opinion, either the Reigns Orton or the Cena Lesnar. All right, let's run down the cards. Think who we think is going to win. All right. Um, I don't have any sort of order for the cards. We will just start with Bray Wyatt, Jericho. Let's start with Curtain Jerker. Um, Cena, Lesnar. You want to start with that? That's the title what? match. I thought we said that was, a, that was the Curtain Jerker. <sighs> I thought the Trips. Trips said that's what's going on. I don't know. All right, fine. No, I'm just joking. Let's start. <laughs> let's build to the main event. Go on. All right. Wyatt, Jericho. Oh, it has to be white. If, if Jericho goes over, man, that's it. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna be so. I'm not watching Raw. After he lost Battleground, I didn't even finish Raw the next night. I didn't. Excuse me. I didn't finish Battleground. I didn't watch. I never watched the Fatal Four Way with Orton, Kane, and Cena. I just turned it off. They have to get this guy over. You make him look like a freaking idiot. Um, I don't think he's the either of world, and he can't beat a 50 year old Jericho. Stop it. Hey. Jericho I, is not 50 years old. Baby. He's starting to look he's old, not. bro. He's, he's a little bit, yeah. He's using a lot of makeup, baby! He's, he's got to stop. Uh, whatever he's doing to the front of his hair, he's got to stop doing that. Yeah, that's bad. It's it's too long and he's too old. All right, uh, I'm going to take Jericho in that match, though. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to... I don't know. I just feel... No, you're being a mark. Bray Wyatt is winning that match. If he does not win that match, they kill the character right there, bottom line. He has to win that I match. Don't, I don't think that's true, but you know what? I'll take Wyatt. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. All right. I yell loud enough things are so, next up we got Miss um, Ziggler. <laughs> ah, I mean... It makes sense to have the heel win. It makes sense to keep the build on Miz. Uh, give Dolph something to 
keep going for. Maybe he wins the next match of the pay-per-view to have a big blow-off uh, face versus ass or whatever. But um, yeah, blow-off match, you know, the third match. Like, you know, the moneymaker versus the famous. Or, like, whoever loses gets kicked in the face or kicked in the ass. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm free. I'm Are you getting this WWE creative? I hope you have your notepads out. Hey, look, they, they ask, yeah, listen, some of the stuff they've been coming up with lately seems like they've been right along the same wave of I've been just making shit up. It seems to me like they just have a series of dice with, like, <laughs> Randy Orton and Kane's name on them, and then <laughs> another one that just has, like, two different stipulations, and they just roll them to see who and what is facing Orton and Kane's, Kane. That's what it feels like to me. But so Miz you're, is going to... Miz. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Miz too for the exact same reasons. They're just gonna uh extend this a little bit. There's I mean, there wouldn't be any payoff if Ziggler won, really. No, I mean, people no. have been waiting for him to like be relevant again, but for him to get it on the first match, like that's not enough build up. Yeah, yeah. So. It's yeah. Um so then next up we got uh AJ and Paige. Oh, uh, I I'm gonna have to watch this. That, uh, this uh, match alone in the bathroom in the Jesus dark. Jesus Christ, Daniel. I mean, I might have to rub myself down a little bit. Um, Paige, I think Paige needs to win it. Once again, I'm going all heels today. I think Paige wins. Uh, once again, gives gives her credibility as a heel and gives AJ a mountain to climb. Same The same reasoning we use for the Dolph Ziggler match. So I, I got Paige. Uh yeah, uh I hate to agree with you so much because so far we are we've agreed on all three picks so far. Um it's never happened. I know. But yeah, they've I mean Paige can't lose the title back to AJ that quickly and then not regain it, you know what I mean? Like she it it minimizes her too much for that. It makes it seem too fluky that she carried it and they don't want Paige to look like a fluke. So uh, next up is the flag match between Rusev and Swagger. America. America. America wins? America wins. You can't have Rusev win. And he had he won the last pay-per-view, and then this pay-per-view, and then a flag match? No, no way. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not sure why there was this big build-up that is going to pay off here, like, to Swagger, of all people. Um... But that is exactly what I see happening because I can't see Rusev winning again at SummerSlam, which even though it's not, you know, it's it's not like it's the Great American Bash, you know, it's not titled something like that, but it is still somehow like a, it's it feels like a very American thing. America. Yeah, and I can't see Murica losing a flag match at SummerSlam. Of course not, because Murica. Because America. Uh, next up, we got the Ambrose Rollins Lumberjack match. Oh, Rollins. Rollins wins. Yeah. Got to keep squashing Ambrose right now. He's over. He doesn't need to win. You got to have Rollins get some heat. So I think him winning and uh, then torturing Ambrose, then so maybe next month at a pay per view, it's for the money in the bait contract. And finally, you know, that whole thing's done. Oh, my God. I would love for Ambrose to have that contract that he ripped up and spit out and I don't know why he poured soda in the briefcase after the contract was already ripped up like what the fuck does 
uh, Rollins care about the uh, briefcase anymore for? There's suede in there. Suede. So. The, okay. I, I still the briefcase exists only to carry that contract. So once the contract is ripped up. There's suede inside. That's that. Oh, gee, okay. Whatever, man. Whatever. Put me on the creative team. I'm ready, Vince. <laughs> All right, after that, we've got uh, your main event of the evening, uh, Stephanie McMahon versus Brie Bella. Uh, every, the rumor is she's that Nikki may be turning heel in this match. That's uh, kind of what the idea has been floating around. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that, but I, I've been thinking it for a while now. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. It makes I don't... a little less sense after Nikki got attacked. Like, why would she side with the authority who just fucking pedigreed her? Look, why did Seth Rollins turn his back on the shield the day after he jumped off a 20-foot <laughs> awning yeah. onto that four was people? That fucking awesome, by the way. It was, of course, because Seth Rollins is awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Imagine if we had Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan right now. Oh, just, just, I mean... Get healthy, Daniel, please. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think Stephanie, I think Nikki goes hill, Stephanie wins, that sets up Stephanie versus Brie for the next pay-per-view. I don't think uh, Stephanie can do three pay-per-views in a row. I don't I don't see that happening. So I think they need to give her someone, need to have someone step in her place and fight Brie. So I, I, I think Nikki's going to go hill. Okay, so... What it's like a hill meant, pay-per-view. So what you meant there, because what you said was that Stephanie would replace Stephanie against Brie. What you meant was that Nikki would, re- Nikki and Brie would end up facing each other next month. Yeah, thank you. Okay. I'm so I'm sorry because some hot chick just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, All she's right. fine. I'd like to take your attention away too, if you were married. Okay, so. so I am also. This is just we have agreed on all of these so far, and I Get think we're here. going to. I think we're going to sweep it here. I really do. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to take Stephanie here, too. And, again, same reasons, um, just to keep pushing her and to or to keep holding down Brie Bella and also to set up, like you said, this uh, Nikki Brie thing, which I could see because, I mean, no no tag team stays together forever. I, I do not care if they're twins. The Usos will break up, too, at some point. Like, it, it has to happen. And for that to happen, one of them has to go heel. They can't just break apart amicably. There's no drama there, and wrestling is drama. So... So, so it's gotta happen. <laughs> um, next up, Reigns Orton. I have no idea. This, I I don't have no I I, I kind of don't care. Uh, yeah. But I think Reigns has to win this match. I think, I think he has to, and he has to look good doing it. I don't think they can have, you know, Randy control the match for most of the time. Reigns get some hot offense. Someone, Cesaro, run in, distract Randy RKO. You know, because to me, if that happens, that only just reinforces the fact that Roman Reigns is not ready yet. Uh, because if you're just taking bumps, have two minutes of offense, and get screwed over, you're basically a baby face I can't wrestle. So that's why I'm confused. I, I guess, I guess I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a dirty, uh, a dirty finish, and Orton's going to win. 
Dusty finished that game. And Orton's going to win. Because Reigns, from what I've seen on TV, is not ready to carry a match 20 minutes and win. See, I think Reigns is going to win as well. Um, but I think it's it has less to do with his ability and more to do with the fact that he just needs to win. Um, because I think what they would like is for Reigns to get pushed, to to elevate him, for him to get over, and for him to... I, I'm I, I'm not sure if they want him facing Brock Lesnar or just whoever the next heel after Lesnar ends up being because Lesnar is clearly part-time. Um, so you think Reigns is going to win this match? I think Reigns is going to win this match, and I think Lesnar is going to win the next match. And No, think, don't say that. No, no. I mean, that is... I guess not, I shouldn't say putting... I think that's what's going to happen. That's what I would like to happen. Reigns versus Rock Lesnar for a title at a May pay-per-view will be the most boring I, match ever. I don't think that Reigns is going to win it, but but yeah. I think they're going to save Reigns for WrestleMania. I think they don't want him in that spot to WrestleMania. It's that one-on-one. He, he's, he's not ready, man. You cannot put him in a title match right now. It will be one of the worst main events ever. So where does Reigns go from here? I think they're going to have Reigns and Orton go at it. Two more pay-per-views. <sighs> Please, no. Yeah, because what are they going to do with Orton? Well, who's Orton going to fight? Hopefully Ambulance? no one. <laughs> That's not good. I'm going to say, hey, Randy, keep keep your T-shirt, no pants ass at home. No, you've got you to fight somebody. Yeah. It's going to be Reigns. He's go- they're going to use Randy to help Reigns get better so Reigns can main event, main, main, uh, WrestleMania. That's the goal right now. And after this three month, after this whole program with Orton, if it doesn't work, they'll reevaluate. All right. So, down to <laughs> the Cena-Lesnar match for the title. Uh, it's, it's Lesnar. There's no way John Cena can win. We just fucking swept it. We no, I said, on Orton. Every... I said Orton. You said oh, Reigns. Oh, you did? I yeah. I, I think could have swore you said Reigns. Mm-hmm. All right. I was leaning Reigns, but then when I started talking, like dissecting it, I, I convinced myself it was Orton. But still. That, that's we, still we, impressive. Especially two unique uh, viewpoints that you have. <laughs> we agreed on seven out of eight. That's that's not bad. Um, yeah, uh, Lesnar. Just because, I mean, the only people that were excited that Cena won the championship were like, not even all of Cena's fans were like, yeah, he got like only the ones under the age of twelve were like, woo, he's got the belt. Even the adults were like, eh, this is a little, it's getting a little, you know, weird. Like, it didn't, there wasn't a thunderous cheer when he won the titles, you know? Oh, no. It was like a a, a childish shriek. Yeah! <laughs> That's what yeah, it was. It was, I don't, I, I, frankly, at this point, I think John Cena doesn't even care that he's carrying the fucking belts. I, like, it's, whatever. It's just one more thing to put in his bag when he gets on the bus. I, no, I don't think anybody on the planet cares when Cena is the champion. He is a placeholder at this point. That like he's carried it too much. He's now just there's no value in it. It's just a he's just carrying it for the next guy. Keeping it warm. And hopefully the next guy is Brock Lesnar. Not that I'm a huge Lesnar fan, but it's his next opponent and I just want him to lose the belt as soon as possible. So where does Lesnar go from here? Who who fights Lesnar? Uh see that's the thing is I don't really know. That's why I was just wildly speculating with the Reigns thing, is because I don't have any idea where Lesnar goes from here. 
I don't know who his next opponent is when he gets the belt. Um, I assume it would be a mix of uh, baby faces trying to, you know, uh, beat, you know, the 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 authority and and make shit like legit again in their eyes, you know, try and take back the power from the man. But I I really have no idea. Yeah, I don't. Is is there a baby face? Ambrose, like, who's a babyface like good enough to to go against Lesnar? Like, who's? Uh, unfortunately, I think it's gonna be Cena for the next couple months. Oof. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah. I'm I'm seeing like Lesnar win the title and then him and Cena for the championship, like two more two more months. They got to get a hill ready, man. They got to get a hill going. They yeah. have they got to get Rollins some heat. They got to have him cash that in soon. They, well, they need. I mean, it's not just like we're talking about the heels, but you were just saying like who's the next? Who's the babyface that's good enough? Who yeah, who is the right. next who's the next you're baby right. face after Cena? Reigns isn't ready yet. We've we've already gone over that. So who who else? Like there's I mean we we talked about I know when we first started doing this podcast, we talked about the rumor that uh, McMahon said he didn't want any more faces and any more heels, he just wanted characters. And unfortunately, I think it's kind of going that way and it's not working well. Well, I, that works if you have you can you have to have everyone built legitimately as a threat, that doesn't. You can't have the old jobber model, like we were talking about earlier, and then have, and then eliminate babyface and hills. You got to have got if everybody's if no one's gonna be babyface or hill, every every wrestler on your roster needs to be a legitimate threat. So the fact that if he's in a match that night, he can win. Then it works. Then it works. You know, and when you, like I said, you bring out certain guys, you're just like, wow, that guy has no chance. Like, Cesaro's not being Cena. Like, you can't have Cena built to be Superman babyface and then have him fight Cesaro and then beat Cesaro. What, what's the point? In a non-title match. Like, let Cesaro get over on him. Yeah. It's not going to hurt Cena. You know, let, let Brock Lesnar lose to Dean Ambrose on a Raw one night. You know, it can, even be, do, it can be as dusty as you want. Just let it happen. Yeah, yeah you can have it. You can do the old Triple H Jericho when Jericho got the fast count from Earl Hebner. Jericho got over that night. You know, just you got to be a little more inventive. You can't. They're just they're being lazy. If that's the model they want to go. You can't. I, I, the problem is I don't think they're being lazy. I think the problem is they're being they're playing scared. You know, mm. they they already kind of feel like they fucked up a little bit on the network, which I don't think they did, and I don't know why everybody's losing their shit over it. I think it's the best thing to happen to WWE in a long time. But they're they're playing scared. They're too worried about fucking up. They're you know they're cutting guys from the roster. They're trying to cut spending so that they can increase revenue. And they're just they're they're freaking out right now. Like corporately, they are freaking out, and it is it is influencing creative and the storylines that they're allowed to do and the things that they're allowed to do. And it's not good for the company, and it's not good for wrestling in the whole. Because if we're left <laughs> I mean, not that I think WWE is going to go out of business anytime soon, but I, if if at any point in the next 50 years TNA is the best we've got going for us, or whatever the fuck the new thing that uh, Jeff Jarrett started up a couple months ago, or last year, whatever it was, if we're left with that shit, wrestling's done. No. No, stop. WWE's too big. Well, I'm not going to say it's too big. It can't go. <laughs> Famous last word. Yeah. But I just... Like I said, you're right. They are scared, and they need to take some chances. And I think one of the things they need to do—I've said it three times on this podcast—but make every 
guy a legitimate threat. You know, you just have to have that. That any night you turn on Raw, someone could be could win the title. I mean, you know? they need they need a change. The, the thing that made the Attitude Era the Attitude Era that made it so beloved by fans and which caused such a big influx of, of fans and money wasn't just that it was attitude. It's that it was different. Even if there were wrestlers from the pre-attitude era, they got whole new characters. Everything, everything changed in the attitude era. Well, they the need, mid card was so strong. Like they you, need to change shit up, man. You got the mid card was strong. There were like, you could, Believe mankind can win the title. Undertaker can win the title. Rock can win the title. Austin can win the title. Um, Triple H can win the title. There were just so many. There were six, seven, eight guys who were legitimately built that if any night on Raw there was a championship match, they could win. You, I mean, I remember plenty of times watching Raw. Like, man, Triple H could lose the belt tonight. How's he gonna keep the belt? Bam, Shawn Michaels super kick. You know, and then they're just not building up Raw to be that exciting show. They're just saving everything for the pay-per-view. Everything yeah. for the pay-per-view. Yeah, Raw's the commercial for the pay-per-view. $9.99. I did like that. I <laughs> I got to say, I loved that segment. I loved that, you know, they, they are a little worried about the network, and by they I mean uh, mostly shareholders. Um, and I think that that was a great way to, instead of showing us a commercial or showing us the app or having Michael Cole be like, this is why you should get the app, they put a character out there. They put a character that is technically a heel, so we dislike. But people love Triple H. They put him out there, and they let him be funny, and it got people attention. And people, I I guarantee there were people that were like, oh, wait, shit, the, the network's only 10 bucks a month? Like, okay. I thought there was some sort of catch in there. I mean, there really isn't. I pay the 10 bucks a month for the network, and I fucking love it, and I am happy to do it. And I think that that only helped. Uh, that can only help their network numbers, and I think they did it in an entertaining way. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. I also like how uh, JBL kept trying to beat that into the ground too. The rest of the the rest of the broadcast. I like how you put the nine ninety nine over Michael Cole's face. That was the best part. <laughs> the little paper cover up Michael Cole. Yeah. Uh. I love JBL. All right, you think that's you think that's good for now? NFL podcast coming next week, mother. Yeah, we wanted to record it tonight, but uh, there's not going to be time because unfortunately our uh, beloved uh, third member Ian uh, has to work on a Sunday. Which he, no, he's studyingly, he's studying diligently. He's oh. watching tape. Oh he's, yeah, yeah. He's uh, breaking down charts. Yep. And, 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 and. <laughs> no, Ian's not doing any of those things. No, he's worried. Ian does not prepare for the football podcast, which if you've ever heard the football podcast, you know that. I let, he lets us prepare and then rags on us. And by us, I mean Drew. So, um. Yeah. So if, if you think it's been too long since you've heard Daniel and uh, Ian gang up on Drew, you should definitely uh, be prepared for next week because we are going to record a football podcast. AFC preview. Hey, if you're Andy Dalton fan, you might not want to tune in. Just gotta throw that out there. Save yourself some time. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably try and defend him a little bit, but 
We'll see how that goes. I'm I sure. would love for you to try to defend Andy Dalton. <laughs> I just watched Not, 17 okay. Bengals games. On, please. On 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 fantasy grounds, I can somewhat defend him, but a real stop. life quarterback can't, can't, can't do it. Can't yeah, do it. no, stop. Okay, stop, stop. Listen, we're talking NFL football. This is not the fantasy football league. Okay, there's another, you know, there's plenty of podcasts that do that. We're talking real life foosball. Okay. All right. So tune in next week to uh, the sportsid.net, uh, where we will have the the NFL podcast posted. Um, make sure you check out our Facebook, the sports. Uh, Jesus Christ, Facebook.com/slash/thesportsid. Uh, we're on Twitter at the sportsid, and you can email us the sportsid at gmail.com. Um, I guess this has been another week of wrestling that we've caught up on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try to be a little more uh, regular. How about that? Yeah, I, I would like to do it weekly. Because there's a lot of things going on. Black there power are. gimmick. Xavier Woods, push the black people, WWE. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they tried with Big E, and he, he couldn't get over. People, you know, let's be honest. People, you know, see a black man waving the flag. They don't really get patriotic. But I, what's the more, what did more doing with the flag? I think his push was dead long before that, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So for the wrestling id and eventually the NFL edition of the sports id, I am Drew. I'm the best in the world. That's it. That's it. No, That's no name needed. Just best in the world. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to run our test. Metal World Peace. The Pandas <laughs> Friend. Whatever he's calling himself now. All right. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. <laughs>